Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And now, it's Cho Time! In the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut, all the birds talk Disney and the listeners swoon. In the tiki 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 hut, welcome to our enchanted hideaway. You lucky people, you. If you weren't Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 245 for the week of July 8th, 2018. With me, I have Keith. What's going on, Keith? Hey, what's up? Oh, not too much. Just sweating in the house, like I told you before. <laughs> Air conditioning is not working, so it's a, it's a it's a crisp 80 degrees in the house. Could Just don't sweat like on top of the microphone and short out the whole system. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Thanks. But like I teased last week on this show, we have an announcement to wake, uh, to wake, yes, a week, it's like Grim Granny Ghost here, uh, to make, and that is um, that we have a new co-host here joining us, and I would like to welcome Steve from the Disney Diary. Steve, welcome to the Tiki Hut. Thank you. Thank you very much. This this is, uh, this is a lot bigger inside. Looks bigger inside <laughs> than from out. Uh Thank you. This is this is going to be fun. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Well, I think so. Yeah, and we've acted for you. This is rare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, this is clean. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. The cleaning lady was on sale this week, so we uh we got a deal. Yes. <laughs> a Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with twenty percent off coupon with it. <laughs> yeah. Steve, so you are from the Disney Diary. First of all. Why don't we take a step back here in the time machine? Why don't you tell everybody out there first how you fell in love with Disney? Sure. Uh, I've always been a Disney fan. I was uh, my, I really got into Disney years and years ago as a kid. But uh, the true love came when uh, I met my my now wife uh, years ago, and we ended up going to living in California at that time. We ended up going to Disneyland and wanted to keep going back and back and back and got married and figured where would you where would your honeymoon disney world and i think we, we started honeymooning there before it became actually a thing which was great and from then on we just kept going back and back and it's a great place to be it's a great escape place uh, and it's a great place just to have fun and relax yes it's certainly is. that yeah <laughs> love that and steve you are originally out of Florida, so you moved to Florida to get closer to the mouse. And Cor correct, correct, right? What what made you make that move there? There was uh, I, I was working. Uh, I've been a professional journalist for over twenty years, and uh, last place was actually up in New Jersey. And what happened is we decided to make some life changes, and we we're fortunate enough that we can. 
So we decided to move, and uh, in doing so, we said, where do we want to go? And there was only one place we can think of, and that was Florida. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know, but it was Florida, <laughs> and we decided Orlando because we can be within a stone's throw of Disney World, and it just takes me about 10, 15 minutes to get there from my house, which is great. Awesome. And uh, we, we, get, we, we get, you know, it, people are funny because we, we tell them where we live, and they say, oh... So, like, what do you do? You go to the parks every day. Well, you know, it's kind of like if we want to be outside, we want to walk. We'll just head to a park and walk. And they said, well, so Disney World's like a big mall walking for you. It's like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, sure. So uh, we came down here, and uh, Disney Diary's been around for about uh, five years. We started up in uh, in Jersey, having fun, and came down here, and now uh, doing it a little more, a little more full time, uh, in addition to other things. And, and uh, it's doing, uh, it's becoming noticed and it's becoming a lot of fun. And, and uh, I think we are getting a, a lot of good feedback from, from, from people and readers. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate everyone who does read us. And uh, moving forward, uh, I, there's a lot more things that being down here affords me to do. And, and uh, this is one of them, I think, is is working with you guys. Yeah, I hope so. I, uh, you know, we, I should say, not we, I should see, Keith has been watching, has been reading your blog for a while, and and he really enjoyed it. You know, you have, you're staying on top of things. I mean, you're not, uh, you're not, uh, you know, one of the, the top blogs out there, but you have quickly gained a lot of traction out there, and you have great content, and you get great pictures on, on Instagram and on your blog itself, and great articles. So, and it's, it's nice to see, you know, somebody else out there, you know, stepping up and, and getting other perspectives or, or whatnot uh, when it comes to Walt Disney World. So it's great. Thank you. I just liked it because it wasn't, it doesn't feel as if it's an advertisement for Disney. Kind of like the show is here. I mean, as much as we love Disney, we also know that it's not perfect. Um, and it's like, we try and honest opinions and i think that that's what the disney diary also does well and i thought that it would be a like a perfect match yeah i mean i i if you know i always believe that there's good i always believe that there's bad and there's things you can improve on and disney is not immune from that and uh there's a lot of things that i love about it there's a couple of things that i don't like about it and there's a bunch of things i hope they get a little better as it goes right. along and I mean that's good. At least you could be honest about it, and you you're doing it for the benefit of of Disney and the people out there. So it's not like you're, you know, trying to persuade people one way or another. You're just giving them the the truth, and every let the let everybody out there make their own decision on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I gear towards, and I joke about this with a lot of people. I gear towards the Disney fan and not the Disney fanatic. Right. Uh, the Disney fanatics know probably a heck of a lot more than I do at times but uh, the Disney fans the people who are coming for the first time the people who've been for the fir for the first time or second time and those who just like it and want to stay up to date of what's going on those are the types of people uh, who really I think enjoy it and appreciate the type of voice and appreciate the type of things that we do and we also try to have a little fun uh, the photos the videos right. uh, try to try to provide something a little different at times so with that, let's let's try to let's play not necessarily twenty questions, but uh, let's just, <laughs> let's try to let's ask some questions to try to so people out there can try to get a better feel for you as a, a Disney fan. 
So the, the most important question is probably going to be Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl. Dole Whip. Okay, good. He can stay now. <laughs> I, I didn't realize there was a secret test here. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I'm team citrus I'm swirl. I'm a Dole Whip guy. Sean's a citrus swirl guy who is completely wrong. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, that's a fight for, like, another show. But All right, so it's a Saturday night and you're hungry. Which park would you head to and pick a restaurant? It's a Saturday night. Let's see. I would probably... For a restaurant, huh? I'd head. I I I would have to head to Epcot because there's a lot of food lacking in a lot of the other play, a lot of the other parks, and uh, I would probably end up going to Mexico, the Mexico Pavilion, That's good. And, and and eating outside. Uh, uh, that's probably what I would do, just so I can. Saturday night, go outside, watch Illuminations while I'm eating. Watch people try to climb up the pyramid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. Sorry, I, I got caught on camera. It, it wasn't good. All right. Uh, so you are five minutes to close at, let's say, Magic Kingdom, and you're going to ride one final ride. What's it going to be? Oh, Peter Pan. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, you know, the chances are, chances are, it'll have to hopefully have the shortest line during that time. <laughs> it's the only time that you can ride it, considering it's booked all day. Right, um, exactly. But, but Peter Pan. These are all food questions for me, but but uh, <laughs> your favorite place to eat at Springs? Um, hmm, the Boathouse. Oh, that's good. The Boathouse is a, it, it's a place that. Uh, we we go a lot actually, and uh, we go the the the, uh, the shrimp bucket is probably my favorite. What's in that? I, don't, I didn't even know they had that. It's it's they've got various buckets of um, where it's just these six huge pieces of shrimp and battered with fries, oh, and wow. it is just phenomenal. I mean, it, it's very. You'd think of it, oh, it's not that filling. It is filling, is and it? it's wow. yeah, it's filling, and it's. It's really good, and it, it's probably my go-to meal when we go there, and my wife keeps looking at me going, don't you want to try something different? <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at me, and she goes, you're not going to do that. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and how much is it? How much is it? Do you know offhand? Uh, offhand, no, I don't. Okay. That's all right. No worries. All right. Uh, next question. Your favorite, well, I guess it would probably be Peter Pan. Peter Pan's considered a dark ride. Uh, your favorite roller coaster. You know, oh boy, that's that's going to be tough, uh, especially since I just rode Slinky Dog. Oh, we'll get to that later. Uh, uh, let's see, my favorite coaster. I am going to say, I, I, I'm going to take away from Slinky Dog. I'm going to say Big Thunder. I personally am. I mean, I, I love like rock and roller coaster. Space Mountain's good. I'm not that type of person who likes those types of thrill rides. Right. I do prefer Big Thunder. Okay. Nighttime or daytime? Oh, nighttime. Yeah, definitely. It's not the Barnstormer? I'm shocked. <laughs> That's kind of a little scary for adults. <laughs> <laughs> My dad, we took and rode that, and he, he uh, had to sit down afterwards, because I don't know <laughs> if it was the combination of the heat and the ride, but it just didn't agree with him. 
and uh, I still tease him about it today. But your favorite in park live entertainment? Hmm. You know, I, there's a lot of good entertainment there. Um, I'm gonna have to say the Canadian stage, the stage in the Canada Pavilion. Oh, really? Uh. They've got some great bands that come through there. Uh, I was I was heartbroken when Off Kilter left because I was a mm-hmm. huge Off Kilter fan. But they do a really good job of of rotating bands in, and it's just a lot of fun. That you know, and and and, and the trash can guys, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotta love them. I like morning. those too. I love them in the mornings. Uh, there's a new band in Canada right now, or. Um, yeah. Yes. Soon or starting yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. I have not had a chance to see him yet, uh, but yes, there is a new band. Uh, nighttime. When it comes to nighttime parades and show, what is your favorite nighttime parade or show existing or retired? At Disney World. At Disney World, yes. Uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade. I mean, how can you not like that music? Right. Uh, it just brings you back to the 1970s. Uh, the synthesizers, you gotta love synthesizers. So I, I, the the main street electrical parade. Yeah, that, you know, that's, that's my, my kids love that because that's the parade they remember. The, that's the parade I also remembered and I was so happy when it came back, but when it came back, I did miss Spectro a lot just because I was so used to the music for such a long time, but I would take either one back in a heartbeat. I would take any nighttime parade back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just give me something. Um, all right, so I guess this one will kind of take a lead in for the rest of the show. Are you a Buzz fan or a Woody fan? I'm a Rex fan, but... Uh, uh, let's <laughs> Party source. I, 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 I am a, I'm, I'm a Woody fan. Okay, good. Cool. That's the right answer, by the way. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so let's uh, take a quick break and listen to some of the sound from Toy Story Land, and we'll be right back. Whoa! Hello! It's so nice to see new toys in the backyard. Being a toy in Andy's backyard? Striking the mother. You're gonna love it here. Keep an eye out for Slinky Dog. He's real fast. Blinkin', you'll miss him. Oh, I wish Slinky Dog would slow down. He's making me dizzy. Welcome. 
we are back from break here on Enchanted Tiki Talk, and this week, with Steve on the show, and with having someone with some first-hand knowledge of the new Toy Story Land that just opened up in Disney's Hollywood Studios, we're going to talk a little bit about Toy Story Land. Steve, all right, first of all, Steve, let's just let's just get it over with uh, thumbs up or thumbs down to Toy Story Land. Uh, thumbs up. Okay, I'll give I'll give it a thumbs up. All right. So we'll um, we'll take a step back. What time did you arrive at Toy Story Land? You went there on Friday, was it? Actually, I got there on Friday. Okay. I was there about a half hour after the soft opening, okay. so about five thirty. And uh, we didn't know. My wife and I we were going. We didn't know if they would do it or not. I was there earlier in the day taking photos about for, for some other things. And there was some discussion of whether or not they were going to do a soft opening. And they, they did decide, and they opened it. And uh, you walk in, and it was raining. So the one thing we do find out when it rains, the little green army men uh-huh. have green umbrellas. Really? So they're staying dry. Really? Yes, they do. They I do. didn't know that. Big fact, they're, they're walking around with these green umbrellas, <laughs> shouting at people and saying hello and... It's very odd, but they've got green umbrellas, <laughs> and the green umbrellas, of course, look like, well, you know, parachutes. If you really take a look at it, but they're they're, they're pure green umbrellas, and it, it was it was hilarious. Oh wow, that's awesome! So, it, so it's it raining, yeah. and we, you get there, and you stand in line, and that's the first thing we wanted to get was on Slinky Dog Dash. And we wanted to make sure we, we got on that coaster. So we found out where the line was. And they said it was an hour and a half wait already. You realize you're outdoors. And that's the big thing about this place is that everything is outdoors. Uh, most of the lines are outdoors. You do get to a certain point once you clear the t- the, the, the checkpoints the, 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 to, to get in. There's a little more outdoors. And then you're, you're, you're inside the loading area has is, is indoors but you're going to be spending a lot of time out there and it's going to get hot folks and it's going to be nasty yeah. uh and when it rains you don't get wet now they've got umbrellas along the way which is good and they've also got uh these plastic boxes that look like you know look like cubes and they're actually cleverly hidden water fountains and they've got uh, little paper cups next to them, oh, nice. so you can you can get, get oh, some water. Nice. Uh, but that the water is only at the Slinky Dog Dash, and uh, that was the first impression that we got of the place was that it's going to get hot and it you're going to get wet. Yeah, that's I mean that's the one thing I heard that it's there's no shade there at all, so it's going to get hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that they didn't. You know, I'm thankful Andy did not like magnifying glasses, and <laughs> that that would have been really hot. Right. You think that that was a theming choice or just a um, construction choice that they just didn't want to put up a bunch of awnings and overhangs everywhere? I think some. Of, I think some of it was a theming choice. I think the other part is that no matter what, it's like it's like Pandora. Uh, when you go there, you're, the line is way outside of the mm-hmm. park, uh, of the land area. So you're not going to be under shade there either. As you get closer and closer and closer, you'll get you'll get inside and you'll get into uh, flights of passage. You'll, you'll get in, into the building. Here, you don't have that long of a queue 
from the touch point, the fast pass touch point and the standby entrance to the overhang to, to where there is a loading area. So you're going to get a, you're going to get a very long line for a very long time uh, outside of that going back and snaking through. I mean, it got to the point where they it got to the point that they were snaking so much back to past the the, the Chinese theater <coughs> to get into the land. I mean, there was there was just to get into the land, not even to get onto a line, was two and a half three hours at one point. Wow! And it was about three hundred minutes to get onto Slinky Dog Dash, and that's probably going to be what the summer is going to be like. Yeah. Uh, I would think. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing uh, just a, like a solo trip in August, and I did get a Slinky Dog Fast Pass, but it's for like like nine at night, which I was happy about because with the videos and stuff I've seen, it it looks really really cool at night. It it is it is it is phenomenal at night. Uh, everything lights up, the characters light up. Uh, there's there's uh, spots on them. The track for Slinky Dog Dash is is interesting because there's lights on the track, so it kind of tells you when the when the cars are coming. So you'll see a little lead-in light to it. Okay. And you will be able to, if you're standing at night, if you're standing in facing Buzz Lightyear, you'll be able to see some fireworks in the background because some of the fireworks uh, in Hollywood Studios actually are shot off across world drive right. uh, oh, cool. so you'll be able to see a couple over his head and I've got some pictures and we'll be putting some up uh, tomorrow night uh, of nighttime at, at Toy Story Land uh, but it's it, it is it is very delightful at night it, it, it's a very it's a very colorful land it's very nostalgic for people for adults and for kids it is just they get so excited i thought my heart broke for the kids who looked at slinky dog and said oh slinky dog slinky dog but they're too small yeah and too young to, yeah. and too young to to yeah. get on the ride now did you notice that uh, the the uh, alien saucer ride did you notice that there were a lot more younger kids heading over that area then there was there 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 are more kids heading over to that area it's you know as as People know the Alien Swirling Saucer is pretty much the Mater Junkyard right. Jamboree ride right. from Disneyland, and it's themed very nicely. It's a lot of fun uh, for a minute and forty-seven seconds or thirty-seven seconds, I think. Uh, but I, I view that as the, uh, and some people will hate me hate me for this. I view it as the uh, the Navi River Ride. Uh, equivalent to the <laughs> Slinky Dog and the and the Flights of Passage. It's there. You're gonna go to it because you can or you can't get a fast pass right. for the other. Yeah, and you, and you want to experience the area. I mean, that's my biggest one of my biggest gripes with the whole land is the same thing with the new Star Wars one that's coming is that they're only putting two attractions in. I don't understand why they don't have more, especially with Star Wars Star Wars Land coming. Star Wars Land in itself should have three to four attractions but with toy story land i know you have toy store midway mania but they should have put at least one more attraction in there for young kids because there are only now there's only really two attractions for young kids in that park so you really need more 
especially once Toy Story, when Star Wars Land comes, you're still going to need something else to draw away some of the parents to other attractions in that park. And just having two still really isn't enough. Hmm. There, there was some talk some, for some parents who were surprised that there wasn't a playground or a play area a for area kids. Or... Splash area or, or something that uh, there used to be a, a Bugs uh, Life. Yeah, the Bugs uh, Life. Bugs Land type uh, at Hollywood Studios. Right. Playground area. So there was some talk about that where some parents were saying, well, would, that would, really would have been great. I don't know if they had the room. I don't know if it was limited to budget, uh, but they spent they spent a considerable amount of effort on the Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah, I know they do have another pad available for another attraction at some point down the line. So it's it's prepped available for a third attraction, but they just didn't get the budget for it. Mm-hmm. I just think with the the timing too is that if they're trying to space these things out so so that you know if there is you know um construction setbacks and pushbacks that you don't have like two or three things opening like at the same time too which which would be a logistical nightmare it's and you also had a park where a large percentage of it was closed Right. And there was nothing really to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had to give people something. And then when you taking down uh, the great movie ride and which was a which was a really good draw, which took a lot of people, uh, and you took that out of the equation, you needed something up there fast. You needed something up there that was going to draw people back in. And the connection to, Star Wars, uh, Galaxy's Edge, you know, it, it, it's going to be interesting because the, the, there will be an entrance through Toy Story Land to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, so you'll be able to, you know, the little kids, small kids can go here, the teens can go here. I have no idea where the parents are going to go. I'm sure there's, pl- there's plenty <laughs> the of cantina. alcohol. There's plenty <laughs> of alcohol everywhere for parents uh, <laughs> to have. But you needed something to give people a reason uh, to come to Hollywood Studios. Right. So what did you think of the the new queue for Toy Story Midway Mania? You know, I, I didn't get to go through the regular. I didn't go through the regular queue. I went through the Fast Pass. I, I took a look through. It's very nice. Uh, they made it a little more sleeker. Okay. The walls a little sleeker. They've got the toys, and the, the best part to me actually wasn't the queue going in; it was the queue. It was the exit line. So when you leave, you leave through the back, and it's a very actually, it's a very, it's a much longer walk to get back into Toy Story Land from that area. And what you pass is great. You pass Green Army men with doing a variety of things. So you have a Green Army man with a building a helicopter uh, out of parts. You have a Green Army man. Uh, with binoculars looking at you. You have someone with uh, looking at one of the gliders. So it's a lot of fun. And you're getting probably what will be the next big uh, Disney Instagram walls. No, no. (laughs) You've got a popsicle wall on, on, on the left side as you walk out. And you've got a checkerboard wall on your right. And people were already taking the Instagram photos 
doing that as uh, as we were walking up and actually uh one person uh i posted something on disney diary about that one person actually said that someone commented to her oh are these, these new inst- instagram walls that disney put up so <laughs> there you go folks it's all it's like they're, they're marked <laughs> they're already for you but the 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 exit I thought was a was very cleverly done to get you back into uh, into Toy Story Land. Okay, good. So let's talk food. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Man, when you're here, I know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it, it, it's food and rides. That's pretty much all I do. Um, <laughs> um, so like Woody's lunchbox uh, was that a good experience, bad experience, food good. <laughs> the experience is good uh like everything like ev- for the first month or so it's gonna be long lines it's gonna be busy like everything else uh the three cheese gr- the three cheese grilled cheese is phenomenal okay i would recommend that the brisket sandwich is very good a little salty yeah. But but uh, but but very good. The pop tarts, the dessert pop tarts, uh, also very good. The hazelnut and the raspberry. That's so, what I was hoping. Yeah, oh, oh, it was and, good because I saw those things online, and man, those things looked really good. The the good thing, is, the other thing is that they will have, or they have had, and hopefully they'll continue to have, carts. People with carts walking past having with uh with water with soda and with the pop tarts so you don't have oh, to wow. wait in line at uh, woody's lunchbox so the thing is keep keep look keep a lookout so if that's what you're looking for they should be walking around with carts and they're not stationary they are actually walking around so you know flag them down and grab it oh wow i will tackle somebody for one of those pop tarts <laughs> <laughs> i saw lots of feedback on Twitter and stuff about the seating for um, the lunchbox, how it's all um, outside. Is it covered at all, or, or is it just a bunch of tables sitting out? It's a bunch of tables with umbrellas. Oh, okay. So, again, if it's raining, you should be able to stay a little dry. If the sun is out and you're baking, again, hopefully. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of seating, but I think... In some regard, that may be planned by by Disney, so people just aren't uh, lingering, sitting around and lingering yeah. a long time. Because, you know, we, we we were in line with a bunch of people, and you know, the question is, okay, do I look for a do I look for a table now while I'm in line and have somebody sit there? But by the time you get to the head and you order and you bring your food, someone probably could have already sat down, ate, and left. Right. Yeah. So there's always that debate of what to do, and I always look at it this way: if there's two empty seat, if you're if you're a party of two, there's two empty seats next to somebody, make some friends. Right. You know, if you're by yourself, if there if there's empty seats near people, I've always uh, never had a problem saying, "Excuse me, may I join you?" And I don't think I've ever had anybody say, "No, I don't like." <laughs> it. I always say no. No. <laughs> Especially to people I, I could know. see that from you, actually. <laughs> like, no. I just give off that vibe, like, no, I'm not bothering that guy. <laughs> it's $5 a chair, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay for Disney somehow. Yeah, I'll trade you this chair for your Pop-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. 
Yeah, see that? Always yeah, thinking. Exactly. Let's see. Uh, any other final thoughts on Toy Story Land? Uh, if you're for Slinky Dog Dash, if you're looking for the thrill ride, you know, if you're looking for the rock, go to Rock and Roller Coaster. You're not going to get it on Slinky Dog Dash. If you are like the Big Thunder Mountain, if that's more your genre, you'll love this. This is probably the smoothest ride at Disney. Even I mean, more so than Seven Dwarfs. Even more so than Seven Dwarfs. Wow. And wow. better than Seven Dwarfs, the seating is larger. Oh, that's good. So, like, like in Seven Dwarfs, you get stuck into that little log and your mm-hmm. pushes against it. Here, you get more legroom, okay. which makes a big difference uh, on the coaster. And it's a very different type of coaster than the others at Disney when you look at it this way. The others, you're either in the dark or the track is surrounded by theming, whether it's you're going around a... Uh, you know, you're going around a boulder, you're going up a mountain, you're going... Here, you're, it's not. You're in the daylight, you see the track, it's just the track. There's nothing on the side of you. So when you tilt a little, you know, you're looking down to the ground. When you hump, you know, looking, going down a hill, it's, it's down. So it's a very different type of feel that they built versus the others. I mean, if you're in, you know, if you know what Space Mountain really is as a roller coaster, if it was daylight... It, you know, you would you would be uh, you'd be seeing the track, but it's it's dark, and that's that theme here. Right. You're just going through, and it's a smooth ride, and it's a fun ride, and it's great views of uh, Galaxy's Edge and uh, Hollywood Tower of Terror. Okay, good. Did you mention that too? That you can see Galaxy's Edge from in Toy Story Land. I'm not sure if that bothers me. I did, like I talked to my wife about this this evening, but Disney was always so good at, at hiding other lands from like sight lines and stuff like that. And and it, it just, it, I don't know if it would take away from it, the feel of being inside of like a backyard. If I can see like a bunch of mountains and, and like in Star Wars in the distance. I, I, I hope that they're not done doing certain things. Uh, I hope they're not done creating this, the separation between Toy Story Land and Star Wars and you, you have a, a, a good transition. Because the, the transition is one of the things that bothers me about Toy Story Land now is the entryway. Because unlike Pandora where you're walking through and the sounds of the animals and the ruffling comes up and... And you, you've got trees around you, and then you slowly walk into this immersive experience. You don't get that at Toy Story Land. It's kind of like a make a right turn, and it's right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get a DVC booth <laughs> right at the entryway. Of course, well, you got to have one of those. Got to have one of those. It's not themed that way. It's just a DVC booth. <laughs> right. So I'm hoping that over the time period, something will be done with the. With, with, with that entrance, maybe they'll build some fences. They'll do something in which you get that slow feeling of going from one area into another. Because right now, it's, it's, it's very jarring. It's almost like they just slapped something down. Right. And then you got to figure out what they're going to do with the rest of Pixar Place. Right. Uh, so is that just going to be back shop? Is that going to be... It's now being used for lines uh, to hold people. But... That's going to be a question in the future, and I'll be curious to see what they do. And in that me- in that way, I hope that the transition 
from Toy Story Land to Star Wars, they'll build another uh, barrier so you can't see. So you so as you walk through, because otherwise, I, I think that's good. I think that's going to happen because on the fence where they now they now uh, stop you at the edge of where, where, where the two connect. Uh, if you look on the outside, there's a, a Toy Story Land designation saying you're walking into it uh, with a sign. So I'm hoping that there's some sort of transition between the two eventually. Right. All right. I think uh, I think we've covered Toy Story Land pretty well for now. I'm sure at some point we'll talk a little bit more about it. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when one of us gets there. Right. <laughs> Alright, so alright, that's gonna do it for this week. But first we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rentals at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help you plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget that don't forget to check our store at redbubble.com slash tiki talk podcast. You can connect with us on social media, find us on Facebook and the channel Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline at 256 for my TV. My TV. It's a feedy. Uh, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take your time and rate us on iTunes. You can find me on social media at One Minute Disney Dream on Twitter. That's one M I D one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacation.com and MousePros.com. I think Sean has heat stroke. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me um, on Twitter and on Instagram at Dole Whip Daily. And you can find me at DisneyDiary.com, uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Once again, thanks, everybody. Aloha. Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. As a Disney resort guest, transportation to and from the Disney fun is complimentary day and night. Check your transportation guide for information and remember to allow enough time to get where you're going. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.